This week's episode of the Art Tactic Podcast is brought to you by ArtBase. Are you managing a major art collection but still using something like Excel? Isn't it time to bring your collection management skills up to a professional level? Well, ArtBase is the right software to manage your art collection. ArtBase allows you to track your artworks in an easy-to-use, powerful database. Enter your data once, and then you can use that data to generate professional insurance value reports, loan forms, shipping forms, and so much more. They've got a brand new version coming out this month with a fresh new look. So go to artbase.com to learn more or to schedule a demo, and be sure to mention Art Tactic for a 15% discount off the entry fee. That's artbase.com, A-R-T-B-A-S-E.com. Thanks for listening to the Art Tactic Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Green. Hope everyone's staying safe out there. We're really going through unprecedented times right now. I know things are tough for a lot of people, a lot of businesses, whether you own one or you're an employee. Um, in particular, within the art world, hearing about galleries and museums that are laying people off. You know, it's hopefully this will be over soon and we can kind of return to normal. Um, but yeah, I know it's tough times and um, I've had a lot of meaningful conversations with some listeners with some collectors, galleries over the last few days. I'm always here and happy to chat with anyone, whether you want to talk about art or just anything, really. I think especially during this time, it's important to connect with people. I think just being isolated in your home, I think it can mess with you mentally and get you into negative funks at certain points. And it just isn't natural um, what we're doing, just forcing ourselves to be isolated and not being able to engage with each other and interact with each other and see each other. So if anyone ever wants to chat, you can email me at adam at arttactic.com or you can follow me on Instagram. We can chat there. My handle is Adam Green Art Advisory. As I said, I'm open to chatting with anyone um, at any time um, about the art world uh, or the art market or just anything that's going on, um, in particular during this time period. We'll just keep chugging along with the podcast. We've had a lot of great feedback from listeners saying they're really interested in hearing how um, the virus is impacting different aspects of the art world and what people are thinking about that and when things will be resolved. So in this week's episode, we wanted to chat with Adam Fields. He's the CEO and founder of Arta. They're an online fine art shipping marketplace. I'm sure Many of you are familiar with Arta, um, maybe have used it. I think it's a really fantastic tool for shipping your artworks. Basically, it's kind of like the kayak for fine art shipping. You put in where you're shipping the artwork to, where it's coming from, what the details are, and they go out and get several quotes for you um, and find you the best one. So I think they're really in an interesting position in the art market right now because they're really at the center of so many transactions, whether it's people buying from auction houses, people buying from galleries, or people buying privately from an individual to another. And so I wanted to have Adam on to hear his thoughts on where we are right now, see if he could share some data with us, which he did, about to what extent um, the amount of people requesting quotes has gone down for Arta during this time, and maybe he has some other data that might um, help illustrate just what's going on and when it may be over. So we wanted to ta talk to Adam about that, as well as, uh, this is a conversation we've had with a few other guests, but 
just the shift in the art world to a more digital, um, the more digital space. You know, the virus has really forced galleries, um, auction houses, dealers, everyone really to shift online in various ways. And Arta is really well positioned to work with different entities in the art world in a a digital online way um, to provide shipping and logistics solutions. So we chatted with Adam about that as well. It was a great episode. We hope you find it to be interesting. And we appreciate so many of you reaching out and sharing feedback. And if you have any questions or any feedback, definitely don't hesitate to reach out. Uh, We always appreciate hearing from you, especially during this tough time. So I hope you enjoyed the episode, our conversation with Adam Fields. Adam, thanks so much for speaking with us. Thanks for having me, Adam. And it's nice to disconnect with people during this uh, crazy time we're in. Definitely. Well, it's really great to hear your voice, and I hope you're staying well. I think one of the big questions people are asking right now is how is the art market being impacted by the virus and the current economic climate that it's created and all the uncertainty that exists around that? You at Arta are really in a unique position because you have so much data that can reveal the number of shipments each week and even each day, what kind of data can you share with us that can illuminate for us to what extent things in the art market are slowing down right now? Definitely. So I'll start off by saying that the the effects of of coronavirus are are real, and obviously it extends far beyond you know, the art ecosystem to everyone and, you know, me and personally and, and me uh, with our company are, are dealing with a lot of these these things as well. So, um, you know, it, it's important, I think, for everyone to recognize it's a difficult time. Uh, everyone's worrying about things. Uh, there's a lot of uncertainty and hoping we can get over that soon. Uh, with that said, I, I think that, you know, people are trying to continue to uh, persevere and, and run businesses, uh, whether it's, you know, selling, buying, you know, being a service provider as much as you can and, and as safely as you can. Um, from just a pure business standpoint, you know, we've been seeing that there's about a 50% decrease uh, in our business, both from a revenue uh, and a volume perspective, um, you know, this month. Um, curious to see where that, you know, goes with time. Uh, what we have seen uh, on the flip side is a, is a massive increase in the uh, inbound volume we've had in terms of people wanting to discuss our API with us, particularly as people start to recognize how important uh, digital solutions, uh, automation, and ultimately e-commerce are uh, in times like that. And, and what I kind of have seen, whether it's you know, now or you know, after September 11th, and, and difficult times ultimately, I think, lead to pretty amazing uh, stretches of innovation. You know, you're seeing that whether it's, you know, people making their own masks or, or you know, GM and, and Dyson making their own ventilators. It, it leads to some pretty interesting and then kind of innovative solutions. And I think we're starting to see that uh, in the art market as well. Um, and we kind of see this as, as unfortunate as it is, obviously, is, is that it's starting to really accelerate the tailwind uh, in terms of, of people recognizing how important digital solutions are for their businesses. So the way we've kind of seen this month play out is initially it was, uh, you know, rightly so, just a lot of shock and awe 
uh, in terms of, well, what's really going on? You know, when is this going to end? Uh, and most importantly, how is it affecting, you know, me and my business and my loved ones and my employees and, and all that? Um, the last, you know, week or two, I think we've started to enter in more into a, a second phase of this. And I think that's where buyers and sellers and just, you know, humanity uh, is really trying to see how they can get by this uh, and, and get past this and start to recalibrate strategically around how they can continue uh, to operate. Um, you know, we've seen a lot of people that have had to make some unfortunate, uh, you know, layoffs, furloughs, et cetera. Um, obviously, you hate to see that. Uh, and I think with what people do have left, uh, there have been some pretty interesting uh, strategic uh, shifts in, in a positive way. And then I think you look at, you know, Art Basel uh, spinning up, you know, their online fair uh, quite quickly uh, for Art Basel Hong Kong. It obviously wasn't perfect, but, you know, getting that turned around in a pretty short amount of time, I think, is a pretty valiant effort. I think you're seeing now, I'm sure you're not, you know, you're not the only one that's seen a lot of galleries starting to tout the uh, the viewing room uh, aspect of their business and seeing uh, a lot of that having incoming. And, and what we're seeing now in terms of the next phase of that, which ties directly into what we're doing, is coming more to kind of pure play e-commerce. And, and I think the progression is essentially, you know, a viewing room, you know, is great, but that's not really any different than a PDF or an email uh, or a listing. Uh, people now are starting to investigate, how can I get people to click to buy uh, how can I change my business model maybe to go more direct selling from consigner to buyer uh, or artist to buyer versus having to bring things into a showroom or, or have an auction in an auction house? So I think we're starting to see some super interesting innovation from, from that standpoint. Um, and, you know, from our standpoint, too, we think that shipping is kind of a catalyst that if you can automate that experience and have people put something in a cart and purchase it, hopefully it can help people uh, start to accelerate, uh, reach new audiences, and hopefully start to survive and, and ride out the storm during this difficult, difficult time. Yeah, I think, as you said, galleries are figuring it out in terms of how to shift to digital. And as we go there, shipping and logistics can and will play a more streamlined role in that digital space. I wanted to ask you also, a lot of people I've been speaking with are trying to look for positive indicators. And some are looking at Asia and saying things like, oh, I hear Asia's back online buying art now. Of course, the virus started in some parts of Asia earlier than it did in the U.S. and Europe. So maybe they're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel there and the art world is picking up a bit there now. Although from spe speaking with people, it's a little bit anecdotal. Um, you know, there aren't auctions that we can look at to say, okay, buying is back right where we left off in Asia. I know at Arda you deal with a lot of transport in the U.S. and Europe, but also in Asia as well. In Asia, are you seeing progress there in terms of the number of artworks being shipped or at least the number of shipping requests you're getting from Asia? And maybe that might serve as a sign of hope for everyone else. Well, I think, yes, you know, politics and, you know, aside, I do think that um, the, the simple fact that it happened earlier in Asia uh, and means that it, it is ultimately going to you know, clear up, you know, quicker or earlier in Asia, um, supply chains independent uh, of just art. Uh, are getting back to normal. Uh, you're starting to see more, uh, more air exports, more of the uh, the the ships, the uh, the sea freight, uh, starting to pick back up, and some of the kind of larger freight forwarders are starting to get back uh, up and running. And first and foremost, the most important part of that is that you know we can get some of China's uh, you know supply chains going up again to to produce you know medical equipment and PPE uh, that are necessary for this. And and on the art side, um, the, the 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 shippers over there are, are definitely working. Uh, we've seen a little bit of activity over there, but I think generally it's more of a, of a demand issue uh, than a supply issue. Another reason I really wanted to have you on the podcast now 
because there are so many different rules being put in place in each country and even certain states and cities, whether we're talking about shelter in place or shipping restrictions, only essential businesses being able to be open. And I think that's causing a lot of confusion for people who may have purchased something or are thinking about purchasing something and they're trying to figure out if they can actually have it shipped to them and when that might occur. Can you provide us with some guidance in terms of what we should be considering at this time if we have purchased something or thinking about purchasing something and how are you actually navigating this changing landscape which seems to be changing almost on a daily basis with all of your shipping partners definitely so first and foremost i would say that um, if if you have the means to to buy something this is the time that people definitely need support Um, so if you can support galleries support artists you know then you're in turn supporting you know art handlers and other other, you know, full-time or part-time workers uh, over there. I know that there's a lot of galleries, you know, medium and small, uh, and there are artists that can definitely use the support. So if you are able to buy, uh, you definitely should. Um, we're certainly advocating for people to do that. Um, you know, further to that, from a logistics and, and supply chain standpoint, you know, logistics and supply chains are still functioning. Um, we're continuing uh, to move items uh, around the U.S., Europe, uh, and internationally, and 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 that's via you know some 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 specialized carriers that we still have coverage for. Uh, a lot of it is can also be done via parcel uh, if you're doing you know specialized packing uh, and releasing to FedEx. Um, so we're still operating. Um, I think the things for people to consider um, are essentially you know how fast do you need the items in question? You can still buy something and support you know a gallery supported artist without necessarily having it delivered to you in the next two to three weeks. So uh, I would say if you do need it fast, there are still ways to get it. Uh, I'm assuming there's less of the, I need it you know, next week for a dinner party, I'm hosting uh, necessities of it, um, but people do still try to want to turn around inventory and obviously try to continue to support uh, their businesses and, and we're able to help out uh, in that manner. Though we are seeing um, you know, less on the services side. So there's less people that are having, you know, installations or, you know, unpacking in their house. And and, and the providers that we're talking to are trying to operate in a very, uh, you know, corona safe way where there's kind of limiting interactions, limiting distancing. But the main thing for people to consider if they are trying to move things now uh, is you have to consider that there needs to be someone there to, to release it uh, and to receive it. Uh, so if you're, you know, picking up something from a gallery or a storage warehouse and they're closed down, there really isn't much that you can do. Uh, on the other side too, there, there needs to be someone to accept it. And we've seen stuff where people are delivering, you know, to a doorstep or to a garage um, and, and having, you know, the recipient uh, handle the rest. So there are, are ways to work around it, but ultimately, you know, if it's locked up secure somewhere in a gallery or an auction house or a storage facility, uh, there really isn't much you can do. So in short, I think if, if you have, if you, if all those things align, uh, go for it. At the end of the day, if you can still support, uh, you know, artists, galleries, et cetera, you should continue to do so. And, and, and the logistics of it uh, will handle itself, you know, hopefully sooner than later. Yeah. And if you buy something from a gallery, it can just stay in the gallery for a little while. I'm sure they have no problem with that at all. During this time, I've been using Arda a lot. And I recommend our listeners do as well, because you're you're positioned in such a way that you're communicating with so many fine art shippers you also have this great blog on your site that has links to what's the latest in different countries regarding shipping restrictions and rules. And you also have a nice chat feature that lets people actually talk to another human being and ask specific shipping questions they might have during this time. So I think it's a great site and a great resource for anyone who has questions during this time regarding shipping or logistics. So are you just staying in the loop with all your fine art shippers? And how are you tracking all these potential restrictions in different places around the world? 
we're staying in, in very close, you know, communication with our shipping partners and shipping network. And, you know, I alluded to it earlier, but a lot of them have had to take some, some unfortunate measures, um, which is tragic on, on many fronts to, to try to, you know, make sure that they survive uh, during this downturn. Um, you know, ultimately we're, we're, we're trying to create symbiotic relationships where we're not, you know, obviously we're not Amazon. We're not forcing people to come into a warehouse and then deal with fulfillment. But if people are operating and, and are operating under, you know, the specific, you know, guidelines of, of their jurisdictions and, and governments and, and geographies, um, you know, we're hoping to help give them some, some work um, so they can maintain their operations and, and keep food on the table and keep their businesses uh, up and running. So we've had a lot of really good conversations uh, with our shipping network and because of that has have been able to have uh, pretty good coverage uh, from a fulfillment standpoint. Um, a lot of them, as I mentioned earlier, too, are, are giving their drivers and, and staff the option uh, of working or not working. Um, this is this is elective. This is not, you know, people being forced to do something. People are, are trying to keep, you know, their income, their revenue coming in, whether it's a business or, or an individual. Um, and, you know, if people are willing to to continue to operate, we'll, we'll certainly work with them uh, to try to get them some business and support them. Um, a lot of them are, are taking proper protection, like, you know, supplying gloves and masks and sanitizer. Uh, and uh, as I alluded to earlier, making sure that pickups and deliveries are done, you know, in a, in a kind of social distancing kind of way, um, making sure that, you know, both sides are safe. So it, it, coverage is still there. And, and, you know, as I mentioned a little bit earlier too, FedEx's DHL VPS is for, for lower price point items. Um, you know, those guys are, are still operating and, and they're delivering much more than just, you know, our collectibles, obviously all of our, you know, orders to help keep our, our food and, and pantry stocked uh, are super big help too. Um, but we're seeing, we're seeing, uh, you know, some people that are still operating. Hopefully we can continue to help them, particularly as they are, are downsizing some of their staff and can get back to normal as soon as possible. Adam, thanks so much for coming on the podcast and chatting with us about what's going on in the fine art shipping and logistics space. We're in very unique times right now, and things are changing very quickly each day. So again, for our listeners who need some assistance with shipping during this time, I definitely recommend visiting Arda. Adam, what's the website? They can go to uh, shiparta.com, and, and we're really working closely with a lot, uh, whether it's uh, an auction platform or e-commerce platforms, try to help auction houses or galleries kind of ex- uh, accelerate their e-commerce and online sales efforts. So happy to talk to anyone uh, that's trying to really kind of see innovative ways that they can try to change the way that they're operating. Uh, shiparta.com, uh, happy to help. And, and again, hope everyone uh, can weather the storm here and uh, come out of this and uh, you know, hopefully a better and stronger and, and more uh, more just better better standing uh, than when we started. Adam, thanks so much again. We appreciate it. Thank you, Adam. Thanks so much for ArtBase for sponsoring this week's episode of the Art Tactic Podcast. Are you managing a major art collection but still using Excel? Isn't it time to bring your collection management skills up to a professional level? Well, ArtBase is the right software to help you out and manage your art collection. ArtBase allows you to track your artworks in an easy-to-use but powerful database. You enter your data once, then you use that data to generate professional insurance value reports, loan forms, shipping forms, and so much more. They have a brand new version coming out this month with a fresh new look. So now's the perfect time to visit artbase.com to learn more and to schedule a demo. And be sure to mention Art Tactic for a 15% discount off the entry fee. You can visit artbase.com. That's A-R-T-B-A-S-E.com.